So the theme today, our best friend in the band is who? The bass, bass player. Yeah, the bass yeah. player, right? And I've been lucky to play with some yeah, really cool bass players over time. And really, you want to always, yeah, just like honor the bass player, have a link with the bass player, and just make them smile. And today's session is like, like, how do we do that? And what's the, yeah, what's the best ways to just have like kind of a link and a bond with the bass player? And maybe some things to do that would upset them. So we don't want to <laughs> upset them. And there's a part in the, yeah, that's like, we don't want an angry bass player. Let's, let's just, let's make that the mission of today, right? And there's a part in the LTR drumming method in, in the book where it's called 2-0, the two objectives. And the two objectives really is like, make the, make the band trust you. That was really imparted on me by some of my mentors. And it's such good advice. Like if the band... And, and especially the bass player like trusts you you have ultimate freedom to really do anything so really that's like my north star like let them just trust you and think like how do you how do you gain that trust that's kind of it but but again once they trust you you think of a drummer like like steve gadd like he just has that trust <laughs> it's mo you know his reputation and his body of work so when a bass player, just any musician plays with him, it's like, cool. Like, I don't have to worry. He's got it. Now, there's another part in the book called the four offenses of drummers. And I came up with this because I just did this. Uh, I was asked to do this master class once, and it wasn't just to drummers. It was like to all musicians and the keyboard players, the singers, the guitarists, the bass players. They were all telling me things like, hey, when drummers do this, it really, really annoys us. Can you make sure to cover this? <laughs> and it just came up and I'm like, wow. Then I thought of every like bad experience I've had in a band where I've like almost been fired and you just learn by doing things the hard way sometimes like, oh, that was, that was really dumb. I shouldn't have done that. You know, you're young, you're inexperienced. How do you gain wisdom? You just make mistakes and you go, oh, okay. Don't do that again. <laughs> you learn like the hard way, right? So what does everybody think those four offenses are? So put yourself in the place of a bass player or a keyboard player, a singer even. What would be like an offense that would get you fired? Anybody throw out an idea? And there's four of them. Well, I'd be, I'd be thinking like overplaying. Mm-hmm playing over somebody solo. So space is the first one. So they never leave space. So we're going to play to some bass tracks today and come up with parts and stuff. Oh my gosh. If you're never leaving space, that's not good. It's yeah. like, you know, music is the space between the notes. Right. Never leave space. What the heck are you doing? And really it's like editing. Like I was with a, a drummer the other day and they, they, uh, they had a recording of them playing something in like 2012 and we kind of listened to it for a second and she was happy with it. Her name is Anne Marie. She was, she was like, yeah, I've got the, you know, basics and the groove felt good, but she's like, if I could do it again, I think I'd play a little less <laughs> now that she's had over 10 years experience then since then she's like, yeah, I think, uh, I was just, I just edit what I'm doing. And most drummers, as they play, like we mentioned Steve Gadd, you look at a young Steve Gadd and a Steve Gadd with more experience, it's going to play a little, little, little more choosy about the notes. So that's excellent. Space. Good, yeah, good job. I was told by somebody that perfection is not when you can't. Our best friend in the band. Take away. Sorry, Tom, say that again. There's an echo there. I was told that perfection is not when you can't add more. But when you can no longer take away. Oh, I love that. And I'll even add to that. My mantra sometimes is take away so much that you actually have to add a little back. Uh -oh. then, then you know you're in the right realm. So if I'm playing to, like we'll even play to some bass lines today. If I'm playing to a bass line, I'm like how little could I, how much could I delete? 
And then like, all right, it's probably a little too much. Let me add some back in. That's a good place to be in. Versus like, everybody's like, shut up, you're playing. <laughs> you know, you're, you're overdoing it. You don't want to be in that space. So Karima, as I know you mentioned next year, you're going to be playing with some musicians. That's, yeah, that's a good, just leave them space, let them shine, right? I'm like really nervous, but. Hey, that's okay. That means you're stretching yourself, right? The thing is, I don't, I don't know how to play with the band, so. You're here to learn. And knowing what not to do is a good start, right? <laughs> so, okay, so space, I want to throw out some ideas. So there's, there's three more offenses of drummers. Put yourself in the, in the position of the other people that have to, have to endure all the power, all the, this is a powerful force of drums. We're creating a wall of sound. Dynamic. Fantastic dynamics. So many drummers don't play with dynamics. And even a loud band like ACDC say, they're playing with dynamics. I think of it like a wave. Yeah. Okay, the verse comes. Maybe you pull back just a little bit. Chorus is here. It's big. Maybe you pull back a little bit. Oh, this is the third chorus. It's, it's, it's the most intense chorus. It's a little up. Dynamics like a wave. Nothing is more boring than just easy trap to fall into on the drums. Loud, loud, and louder still. What's the motorhead saying? It's like louder than everything else or something like that. I love that. Or if less is better <laughs> than too much must be just enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. Outstanding. So, so uh, dynamics, space, any others? Well, nobody else is going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to say meter. Yeah, very good. Out outstanding. So time, right? So I know for myself, I tend to go ahead of the beat. And Karima, you mentioned like, oh, I'm going to be nervous. You may play fast or faster. And that's, yeah. that's, that's just know your tendency. I've seen people do the opposite. They play, they, they actually get overwhelmed and they kind of drag. Actually, I, I can't play band but i have done i i actually have now that like this was way back and uh i did end up going faster um but because the the guitar player got nervous and then she lost her voice and then i was like i just ended up playing fast trying to get through it i think or something but i do tend to do that play a little bit faster than i think most people do i know i've got an app by the way if anybody wants a cool app I got it right here. It's called Live BPM. And I think it's like $3 or something, Live BPM. And what it does is you put it on and you just play anything and it measures your, it shows you your tempo. So sometimes if I'm in a rehearsal and I'm like, oh, this is a new song. I know the tempo is say 90. Uh, I need to get used to this feeling. So I'll just put it on on my music stand, I just play, but I'll, I'll, I can glance at it and, oh, okay, 92. Okay, just like lean back a little bit. Oh, 88. Okay, push it up a little bit. But I kind of know that when performance comes, I'm going to be on the 93, 94 side. I just know I put it on and glance at it or measured a recording of a show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, three to four BPM, you know, because we get excited, right? So laying it back. But Tom, I know you were talking about you, you, you got to play in some big bands, right? Yeah, com uh, community big band. Yeah. Uh, 18 pieces or something. That's awesome. So I, that's kind of a lost art. You know, think of the big bands, the, the horn section, and there's what, 30 people in those bands, right? Yeah. The opportunity to do that in present day is pretty rare, right? Unless you're in like a school or it's, it's just not really done anymore and even even past the 50s once yeah. amplification happened it was kind of like wow it's really expensive to keep 40 yeah, people well, there's only a handful <laughs> of big bands around anymore you know um tommy oh, Rose, uh, maynard ferguson you know and two or three yeah. that's, that's it he, and big band used to be that was that was every band with big band i mean that was every yeah falling all over them 
Exactly. And even I read like Buddy Rich had to like fight to keep, he's like, this is my thing. Like, I want to keep this forever. And he just economically and, and that was a real challenge. Right. So I got one opportunity to, to play in a big band and I just wanted the experience because big bands rehearse a lot because there's so many people and this drummer was like, had a cold or something. And he's like, Hey man, can you rehearse like one day, uh, Monday night? And I'm like, great. Wow. I'll get the opportunity to play the big band. Like never done that before. That'll be, that'll be cool. I took the subway home from that, that experience with like my head in my hands. I'm like, why do I even play drums at all? Like I'm a failure. Like it was so painful. It was awful. Yeah. So you will, you got to bounce back up from being punched in the jaw of, because <laughs> that was so painful, but I wanted to get out of my comfort zone and I wanted to feel what that was like. And just, you know, I get there and they got this like folder of chart, this thick folder of charts, and it was supposed to be alphabetical order, but it really wasn't. And the band leader's like, all right, uh, you know, take the A train or whatever. And I'm like, okay, it's supposed to be in the A's. It's not. And you know, I find it and I put it on the, on the stand. He's like, one, two. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of sight reading <laughs> and I'm watching the band and stuff. And the bass player was doing this. I remember stomping his knee and I'm like kind of trying to read, but I'm trying, I'm just trying to survive. And I'm like, what's, what's he doing? Like, is like, it just looked like he was having a seizure or something. <laughs> <laughs> and what he was doing was he was telling me like, speed up man like you're dragging like like push yeah and there's two impediments for that number one i was super nervous and out of my comfort zone I'm like well i've never done this before number two i'm i'm just having to read these arrangements and i'm not really used like i can read but it's a real art to like you know tom if you've done it you got that chart up and where the hits and you it's just it's an art form on its own and the third thing was what I didn't know was sound travels in the room and you know, the speed of sound is a thing. And so as a, it can trick your ear as a drummer, it's, it's different than like an electric three or four piece band. Just the set. I didn't know this until I experienced it. Like, but I've heard people since talk about it. You have to like kind of ignore it in, in a way and just take charge of the time and just, cut through the time and just, just push the band because the sound tricks your ear to like, like it almost sounds like you're not quite in time or you, you want to follow them and you don't want to do that. Yeah. They need to follow you. And that's what that bass player was doing. He's like, come on, man, take charge of the time. And I was like, Oh, and I was so overwhelmed that I was dragging and it, and it was not fun. And it was, it was a real, but it was a good experience. Cause now if I were to do that today, I'm like, okay, might not, I might not nail this chart in terms of the reading, but I'm going to take charge of that time. We're just going like to cut through the band. And I know my tendencies to drag. So, so that covers space, time dynamics. What do you think the fourth one is? Overwhelm and confusion takes down so many well-meaning drummers on the path. There are so many programs out there today where they just stick you behind a screen, you're all alone, and no one knows your name. No one hears the voice that wants to come out of you through the drums and in life. But that's what we do at LTR Drumming Life Through Rhythm where we unleash confidence through the drums and in life and all you do. And your voice matters. I believe in you and I want to unleash this on the drums. And that's what we do. We craft your voice because you have something to say and you have something that wants to come out that's in your heart and that wants to be unlocked and out into the world. And that's what we do. You will have unbeatable confidence. So join me and the LTR Drumming Worldwide Community. chrislesso.net slash LTR. There you can book your first free drumming vision session. This is where we turn your dreams into a vision, a step-by-step -step plan where you know exactly what to do when you sit down to practice and you're part of a community. We are stronger when we drum together. There we can overcome the challenges and celebrate 
are victories. So connect with me, book your first free session. Let's cut through the overwhelming confusion so you can become your best self through drunk. So that covers space, time, dynamics. What do you think the fourth one is? Listening. Oh, okay, I was gonna say looking at them, you know. <laughs> yeah, good, you're close. <laughs> right? Like just being aware, right? So yeah, the worst guy is the one that's playing like this. You right. know? <laughs> By the way, I've seen I've seen I tend to close my eyes sometimes when I play. I get in a zone and I don't know, it shuts off my audio cortex or whatever, and I can like get into the you know the, the flow state or whatever. And I've seen I always video my shows and I've seen like the bass player try to try to get my attention <laughs> like like and i'm just eyes shut and i'm like and then he walks away he just gives up and i'm like oh my god i didn't even see him he was trying to get my attention oh. so that would be yeah like maybe awareness would be even a better term like just be aware of your surroundings right so that's the four offenses so time space dynamics and listening so there you go, Karima, when you're playing with, with people and especially the bass player, just like, if you just kept it real simple, but you're like listening, you're focused on your time, you're breathing, you're leaving space and you're playing with dynamics. Like you've already won 99% of, of the battle right there. You know, when I've been practicing those songs and I've actually been closing my eyes, I feel like I can play better when I. Me too. But I'm like, oh, I gotta keep my eyes open. Like, just choose your moments. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, and there have been actually that that I was in a show called Cavalia, which is that show I was telling. It's a branch of Cirque du Soleil, and and you know it's like a show. Like there's there's dancers and stuff, and and there's a screen where it's like there's the conductor, yeah, like giving you signals and and stuff. So I was like. Same thing, Kareem, I feel my, I'm getting in the zone. No, like it's almost like clockwork orange where you had to like keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> so you're right. Depends on the situation, but I, I like that too, where I can just shut my eyes and just kind of, kind of get in the zone. I've seen a lot of other great drummers do that. I know I'm in, I'm in good company, so I don't think it's a bad thing, but today's theme, like, like, so make the bass player happy and let's get into some some tactics for that. So I'm going to share my screen and, and I love this clip just to, just to set the tone for like, a I'm good. yeah, we're here, Kelly. So like the tone of like what it would be, what would, what would a great synergy maybe look like, right? If you could just see just a bass player, and a drummer. So this is Billy Ward, who I would consider one of my mentors. I've been following his stuff for a long time. And this is a clip of him and a bass player. Check this out. I love this. I've seen it many hundreds of times. Think of those four elements. See it happening. So they're just linked up, they're having fun, they're listening to each other, they're they're vibing, they're grooving, right? Chris, so, I'll be back. I got a plug in my laptop's gonna die. Yeah, we're here. 
So any song that you do, one little test that I do on people sometimes is like, can you sing the bass player's part? So that's just like such a good starting point right there. It's like when the, when the song is on, can you kind of cut through? It's almost like you're a detective, like just really listen and try to try to see if you can, you can, uh, yeah, just like hear the bass line, right? So everybody's probably heard this song. Let me play a clip of this. See if you can name it. So pretty easy to hear the bass there. See if you can sing, hum the bass part to yourself. Now it's not that hard to capture captured in this song because it's it's the bass part is prominent but when the chorus comes and there's a wall of guitar and the singing comes in sometimes you gotta like hunt a little bit more for like what is the bass actually doing and i'll do this little test on people and i've done this to me sometimes like mid song you can pause a song and go oh great job i like what you're playing sing me the bass part and sometimes people uh do 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 and their guess it's like nope way off it's like listen to it again like oh and they're kind of hunting more for like and i sing the actual bass part in in the midst of all that's going on and then it's like there you go looking down the barrel of a hot man just another way to survive So that's cool. And there's another section of the song. Yeah, this part right here. Now all the vocals and everything going on pulls your ear away. Da, 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 da. But the bass underneath it has such a distinct part. So that's like, can you kind of, kind of get your ear on just the bass? So I actually have just the bass track, and let me see if I can find that part. So here, here's just the bass. find that part that we just heard that little bridge section yeah right there by the way what's really cool is you can actually hear the drums coming in from the wall if you listen really closely it's like coming through like the like his headphones yeah i think it's i think it's the bleed of his headphones if you listen really closely you can hear the drums Here's the actual bass And you might not get it exact, but... And it's back to that. So that's just... See if you can just sing the bass parts, and that's that's super essential. Now, does anybody here have a resource that you can play along to bass tracks? Like, put up your hand if you have if you have a resource for that. 
Okay, so nobody yet. So one is some people say YouTube sometimes because on YouTube you could just type in bass only or, or like uh yeah, like bass only tracks for drummers or something like that. And sometimes some cool things will come up and you could you could you could uh you know save some cool links that you might find. But there's two cool resources I want to share with you today. One is called Turn It Up and Lay It Down. And I think there's like 12 series and some go into jazz and some go into funk and all kinds of things. So I'll show you a couple examples of that. And one is one is called Meet the Bass Player. And that's by a great drummer named Alan Cox from the UK. And you can go to his website, just search that Alan Cox, C-O-C-O-X. And you can get it right from the website. And it's called Meet the Bass Player. So we'll do a couple of examples from that. And like, how would we, you know, if we were just jamming with the bass player, how would we like come up with parts? Now, what's fun about this is how slow the tracks start off. So to play along, so Tom, you mentioned like time. If you can really lock in with a super slow bass line, without i know karima you said you know speeding up like i tend to get excited to, i think drummers are all passionate and excited people right <laughs> by playing 45 or 50 bpm well funny you say that than 120. <laughs> okay let's do so i actually have a track here that is 40 bpm and it's a 12 bar blues but it's in 40. so i'll just play yeah i don't know what i'm gonna play actually I mean, you could play something specific to it, but I'll just kind of jam to it. But this is at 40. So everybody, I'll mute you. You can, you can uh, tap along with it. Okay. Here we go. Oh, excruciatingly slow. <laughs> so there you go. So Tom, that's 40 BPM. So that's cool you mentioned that. Now, there's a, there's a great... Uh... Oh, Tom, you're muted. Do you have... Unmute yourself. How about now? Am I unmuted? Yeah, you got it. Okay, I'm, I'm pressing the space bar. I don't know about anybody else, but I could barely hear your bass line and your sound mm. during that. It was like like a quarter of the volume of your talking. I did, that on, I did that on purpose to make it hard. No, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll turn up, I'll make it louder next time. And that has actually happened to me sometimes, you know, on stage. Has that ever happened to anybody here where Maybe the bass player, you're like, oh, they're just so quiet. You got to like really like, like work really hard or, or, you know, other stuff is noisy and you have to really like, like focus on that bass extra hard. So yeah, so I'll turn up the bass, but that does happen sometimes. You're absolutely right. So there's a cool clip here. If anybody has seen a great video by Benny Greb, and it's called The Art and Science of Groove. 
the art and science of groove. And he's got this great clip here where it's just him and the bass player. And the theme is like a, a head, playing ahead of the beat and behind the beat. And how if you're locked in, it's a good thing if you're both on the same page. But if you're ahead and the bass player is behind, or if you're behind and the bass player is ahead, how it can be not so good. And so I'll just play a couple little spots of this where you can actually see them playing. So I think in this clip, they're both going to play ahead, I'm going to guess. Let's check it out. You can hear the difference to the first one. It feels more urgent now. Yeah, so you see the in front, so they're both a little ahead of the beat. By the way, fun. Now we will pull it back a bit. Fun fact: bass players will ninety-nine percent of the time be on the hi hat side of the drummer. So if you look at any band you like. Just type in any of your favorite bands into YouTube. Watch them in concert. I'll bet you that the bass player is going to be on the hi-hat side of the drums. Why is that? Because look at his line of sight. Mm -hmm. L-O-S, line of sight. He's like, oh, I can see, I can literally see his foot on the kick. I know what that bass drum's doing. I'm going to lock in with that kick drum. So bass players will be... 99% on the hi-hat side. You can just see their communication here. So that's in front. And then, they, and then he demonstrates, what if they both laid back? But I like at the end where they purposely, and this must have been fun to film. So he says, okay, you play in front. I'm going to play back. And then they reverse it. Like you play in back and I'm going to play in front. And it just feels kind of wrong. Like it just, you can, it just like something's off. So let's, let's check it out. Version and Frank will play the early version. Let's go. And look at the expressions on their faces as they do it. <laughs> so they're like kind of laughing. They look like, ugh. And I think later they, they, they flip it. So it just ends up sounding, yeah, here would be, here would be like the, here's like the reverse of it. By the way, if you could take a vote on which, which would be worse, what do you think? If the drummer was ahead or behind, what do you think would sound worse? I think the drummer behind. Okay. Like they're both kind of bad. Okay. You're going to go with behind. I'm going to go with ahead Cause I think, <laughs> cause the drummer has so much control over the time, man, if the drummer's ahead and nobody else is ahead, it's just like, Oh man. And that's what they're doing here. And to me, like, I guess they're both bad, Tom, there's no right answer, but yeah, drag, I guess a dragging drummer is not so good either, but man, when the drummer's like ahead of everybody else, it is just not good. So that's this version here. <laughs> so I like this version because we, because he, he's kind of saying like, here's purposely what would not be so good. And you can very clearly you know, and they do it both ways and you can, you can clearly hear that. So, so that's, uh, yeah, if you can sing that bass line and you can really listen to them, give them that space. And by the way, breathing is really going to be probably the key as you play, just like if, if that bass was being played to you right now, boom, boom, boom. If you just, boom, 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 and you're listening, you're breathing, probably everything 
will just click into place. So let's check out a couple other baselines here. Oh, I really like this one. Okay, now this is from the Turn It Up, Lay It Down series. And I like this one because it has, remember we talked about space? It has a big space as, as like training. So I'll show you what I mean. So I think it's this one. Let me crank that bass up for you. Tom. Can you hear that thumbs up? So this is a slow bass line. Now let's actually come up with a part for that right now and everybody can can do this yeah come up with a part for it right now and we'll talk about maybe how to do that but there's another version of this track where it's the same bass line but then the bass stops for two whole bars which is going to seem like an eternity so do 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 Dude, then it comes back in and it's like, oh man. And if you just keep grooving or you do a fill, when you come in with that crash symbol, you better hope that, well, don't hope. <laughs> hope is not a strategy, but <laughs> you want it like, you want both of you to be locked in. And that's why they purposely made that track to test your time to see if you rush. So I'll do that in a second, but let's come up with a, Let's come up with a part to play with this baseline right now. Now, there's three ways to come up with a part. And I'll demonstrate all three ways. And I'm gonna mute everybody here. So, and I want everybody to come up with your own parts. Now, one part is, so the first way is mimic. So mimic, so do, do, do. Do 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 Now you could, you know, a good place to start is just with the feet, which is cool. Like maybe, you know, it depends what level you're at in your drumming. If you're able to do this with the coordination, but you could just keep time with the left foot. Actually, let me play the bass with that. And I'm literally just going to mimic the baseline with my foot. So I'm just keeping time. So I don't have it exact, but I'm pretty close. Boom. You don't have to get it exact, exact, but pretty close. And you may not have, if you don't have the coordination to keep time with one foot and play with the other, just, just get it ballpark. Like even if you're just like, or even leave out the left foot. Just even if you get some of the notes, you're 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 there. So that's called mimic, right? You're just literally parroting what you're hearing. You're hearing it and you're playing it back. So if I just keep that going, add a beat over it. So and if you have the ability in your drumming yet to add little little flavors, that's cool. If not, just keep it real simple. It could be like do 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 
even no matter what level you're at, like just try to mimic that baseline. Okay, so that's the first way, mimic. So let me just jam with that. So that might look like this. So I'm trying to go as much with it as I can. And there's one little note. So if I were practicing this, it's like this one little note. Do, 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 beep, boop. It's just like, oh, I'm going to catch that. So I'm in the kind of mimicking mindset, right? Like I'm going to get every little note you're doing. Now, the second way is called cherry picking, where you're just like, I'm just going to choose a little bit to go with you, but I'm going to do my own thing basically in in the gaps right so that might look like i'm just playing time i'm just gonna hit one note just to just to just to catch one little piece of it so i'm just like picking picking and choosing like what little piece to do so that might look like this So I'm playing all my own, I'm just going, you know, if you know, if you're familiar with the go around grooves, I'm just playing some like doom, da, a doom, doom, da, doom, da, doom, da, doom, da, and just hit one, one note wherever I choose to go with them. So, so yeah, that's, I'm just picking and choosing like one little part. So first part mimic, second part cherry picking, and third part counter, and I, actually this is kind of my favorite right here <laughs> is like what if you purposely pick like a a totally different counter rhythm that's not what they're doing and a band like like the police would kind of do this where some you know each person has like their own part so i'm going to purposely pick something that's not what the bass player is doing So I'm trying to, <laughs> it's challenging actually, because sometimes we'd be, we'd be going together and I'd be like, oh no, I'm trying to pick, I'm trying to pick notes that the bass isn't on. So sometimes that can be kind of fun just to like play in the gaps and to see, you know, what, what, where you can come up with something different. So I think the first groove I played, uh, So almost like a Motown groove or something, da, very different than what the bass player is doing there. So we're purposely playing like different parts that are gonna maybe hopefully sound cool together, but they don't always sound cool together. So it, it depends on depends on the situation, depends on kind of what what uh, yeah what the music calls for, and yeah. So that's the three ways, and then usually within that. It's experimenting and just seeing what feels good, you know, what feels good to the bass player. 
and and yeah just just going from there and coming up with a cool part and a lot of times by the way one of my favorite things to do is is just steal something from another a totally other song maybe there's uh yeah like a groove you've heard and you're like um, so does anybody know 50 ways to leave your lover? That just jumped into my head. I wonder. So that goes like, I wonder what that would sound like. So 50 ways to leave your lover goes. By the great Steve Gadd, it's a very different type of groove. So, like, I wonder what that would sound like with this. Might work, or might not. Let's find out. kind of interesting and it might launch me into playing something i don't know like hitting those toms there was kind of cool and and I'm, I'm not playing a backbeat it's just a very different type of groove so like maybe totally stealing you know like what if i just use this other beat i learned and fly it in here and see what happens that's how a lot of great parts were created and i've i've uh you know don't reinvent the wheel <laughs> you don't like everything is stolen from something else mozart said once i've never tried to create anything original in my life i just studied the masters and did my thing but he didn't try to be original he just like let me just like make up something that feels good in the moment and yeah he studied the masters and just did his thing and and that was mozart so that's that's uh that's one of my favorite things to do just fly in a part Right. So cool. So let's end today with that version of it that I mentioned is leaves that space. So this one is the same. Yeah. The same baseline, but with, but with two bars of space. So let's see what happens. So I'll groove through it and then maybe put some fills in there. What is open-handed drumming? I like to call this open-hearted drumming as well because this is where you can express more of what's in your heart and more of what you have to say rhythmically and just do it effortlessly on the drums. And whether you play cross-handed, which is how I started, even adding a little bit of open-handed drumming will take your game to the next level. You may have been struggling with your weaker hand. We all have this in drumming. 
You may be struggling with getting new ideas. Maybe you're just playing the same old stuff over and over again. Just adding a little bit of open-handed drumming to your game will take your drumming to the next level. You'll have new ideas you never even thought of. You'll feel your weaker side get stronger and you'll be able to say what you say on the drums effortlessly and stronger and just as you reinvent yourself and reinvigorate your drumming. It's so much fun. So I put together a free resource for you at chrislesso.com slash OHD and that stands for Open Handed Drumming. So that's chrislesso.com slash OHD. So check out some open handed drumming, whether you wanna go full on into it or you're playing cross and you just wanna check this out and add a little bit of this into your drumming, your weaker side will get better and your creativity will go to new heights. So check it out, add this to your playing and keep drumming with passion. So I could feel, I know I'm gonna be ahead of it. And I had to pull back a little bit and I still, <laughs> I still was like a little bit ahead of it. So that's a good thing to practice. And that track is, is right there for you to just like leave that space and see if you can be bang. That was from Turn It Up, Lay It Down? That's from Turn It Up, Lay It Down. Yeah, highly recommend. It's literally for drummers to train to. And there's just so many great tracks. And the other one was Meet the Bass Player. And these are, yeah, these were made specifically for drummers. Uh, and I've got a, a, there's a great bass player I play with named Ian D'Souza. And he's made me some, sometimes he's got some, you know, tracks that are, he's like, hey, check this out. Do you want to play, play along with this? And they're great for me to practice too. So any like bass only tracks, you know, we, we, we heard that flea one, you know, Danny California. So, uh, check that out. Yeah. So if I go to, here's one that I like too. This is, this is from, uh, I think it's this one. So meet the bass player and this is a little faster. So, one thing that sometimes simplicity is just the perfect thing to do. So, what if you're playing like go around groove one with this? just playing something sometimes like simple but you notice with that attitude you gotta own it you definitely gotta own it yeah 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 so that's how meet the bass player second one so get yeah and you can just exactly see i get in the flow and and that's fantastic. So cool. So to end today, does anybody have any any questions about that or anything we we covered today? Yeah, Karima. Um, when you're playing, like when you're playing on stage, can you in your headphones can you hear the bass player? I or definitely want to. Or how does that like how does that work? If you're hopefully you have some control over that, and. Yeah, like the more, you know, the ideal situation is they're like, okay, Karima, what would you like in your, what would you like in your headphones? Or sometimes you have a little mixing board and you can control that. So, so I, I have, uh, you know, some people in the LTR drumming community and they, they just invest in like their own little kind of system so they can control the sound. And they're great drummers like, Dave Weckl, Simon Phillips, that they, they, they know the electronics and the, the, the mixing of the sound so they can control exactly what they hear in your monitors. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But that being said, I, there are situations where you have no control and like, 
stuff is just or you can kind of tell by the body language, and then you can watch their fingers too and like you know yeah some some of it's some that's a good question some of it's it's faith and and just trust sometimes like i'm i I heard jojo mayer tell this story like if you see him you could search and find the video for the 2008 i think it's the 2008 modern drummer festival and he's playing with his band and i think he'd said sound check everything was cool you know they ask you like okay okay what would you like in your headphones and you, you kind of try a little more of this a little less of that great we got it perfect isn't that what a sound check is for yes that's what a sound check is supposed to be doing right and then he's i think he said when when they actually played it was just like why do we even bother doing sound check it was just like a totally different like unplayable so he had to actually pop his in-ear out and i think the keyboardist didn't know or maybe it was the bass player one of them didn't know that he was like flying blind he's just it was all eye contact he's like just just keep going man (laughs) so they they didn't know that he couldn't hear them he just popped he's like this is so bad i just have to pop it out of my ear and he's he he could only hear himself wow just had to be like just let's get through it man you know like keep it cool so if you watch the video it's like nothing you never know anything was going on but i've heard him tell that it's like yeah we did that i just it was so the sound was so bad i just had to you just kind of kind of uh you ever driven in like a snowstorm and you're just like okay i'm just gonna watch those headlights ahead of me and i'm just gonna hope for the best hope for the best (laughs) yeah like i cannot see the road but i'm just gonna follow those lights and and just hope i don't crash that was you know, of years ago <laughs> we didn't have monitors or any of that man i mean oh, you know, yeah you were there hopefully, hopefully you know that you had the, okay. the amps far enough behind you so that you were able to hear it too but yeah then, you're just making music at least now you know sometimes they'll point them you know if you're playing with a good band they'll point a monitor towards you so oh i can hear these guys you know yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I've been through every, you know, sometimes the snare is so cranked. It's like, it's, uh, or there's so much treble on it or something. It's distracting you. And, or this, all of a sudden the singers way louder than they were at soundcheck. And you're like, well, I can't even hear the bass. So that's why this, all this work we did today, like, no, okay, I'm going to concentrate on my time. I'm going to leave space, focus on my dynamics, listen, know what, you know, know my parts, no, you know, my, focus on my breathing, practice with bass tracks. And then if you're in a situation like that, you'll be like, okay, cool. I can get through it. No problem. Just like Jojo Mayer did instead of like, instead of uh, crumble and have a train wreck, which isn't good. And that's, uh, that's very, I've had a few of those too. And that, that's, that's challenging, but great question. So, you know, they say like the Spartans say, uh uh bleed let was it uh try harder in practice like bleed less in war <laughs> you know like like so have a have have your practice ready together and then when you're in the war it's like okay less bad things will happen <laughs> come back victorious or come back on your snare drum head <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like that excellent so amazing seeing everybody today and that was awesome. And it's really like our best friend is the bass player. And, and by the way, uh, bass players practice, you know, they, they, they say, wow, our best friend in the band is the drummer and they do all the same stuff. You know, they practice with drum machines and, and bass players go to a lot of work to, to lock in with us. So we need to, we need to definitely return that favor and just create this, this just cool, just cool energy. You know, I I was in a band once and I used to ask, it was extra work, but I like being in bands that they want to do the extra work. And his name was Brett. And well, I've done this in almost every band I've been in, but I'm like, Hey Brett, like, do you want to, do you want to go over the rehearsal, but like just me and you? And he's like, sure. You know, and and we would meet on nights, not with the band and we would just do our own rehearsal. Like we literally just go through the set, just bass and drums. We didn't need the singer. We didn't need, you know, the guitar to know where we were. 
we just made sure we were good and and oh i didn't know you were doing that before let me need some more space and, and we just really got ourselves uh solid it was so much fun so yeah so awesome keep drumming keep having fun and everybody here is amazing keep it going stay inspired i'll see you soon okay really good Thank you.